0: Hey, everybody, Sean King here. We're rerunning some of our favorite episodes of The Breakdown and other North Star podcasts. The the Breakdown. The Breakdown. the, the breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. Back in the day, we used to actually have to wonder what was playing on television. Now we wonder what streaming service we're going to use to watch the thousands of things that are available. And it can be hard to know where to start. The same is true for books as well. Instead of standing in front of your bookshelf, waiting for a title to jump out at you, sign up for Scribd. You get instant access to millions of ebooks, audiobooks, magazines, and more, all with one low monthly subscription. Scribd is an amazing service that I recommend to everybody. If you're looking to join but don't know what book to start with, try mine. My book, Make Change, is available as an ebook and an audiobook. And right now, Scribd is offering listeners a free 60-day trial. Go to try.scribd.com/breakdown for your free trial. That's try.s CRIBD.com slash breakdown to get 60 days of script for free. Check it out and let me know what you think. I don't know if you knew this, but billions of dollars were spent on congressional races in 2020. Not millions, not tens of millions, not hundreds of millions, billions with a B, a capital B, billions of dollars were spent to determine who controls the United States House and Senate. Why? Why do you think that much money was spent? Billions, which blows my mind. Imagine if we had just spent that billion or those billions on things that actually provide real substance to our community. But that's not how it goes. We spent billions and billions of dollars, and Democrats have a very narrow control of the House and Senate. And now that billions of dollars have been spent, now that hundreds of millions of man hours and minutes have been spent campaigning for these candidates, organizing and fighting, and and getting people to the polls all over the country. The real question is, are Democrats going to actually lead? Now, I have to say something that I feel like I am now saying on every podcast. Last year, in May, June, July, August, September, October, even into November, when we said when democrats get power are they going to lead the pushback was always well you have to wait until they get power well joe biden has been sworn in the senate now has a very narrow margin of of control the house now has control is now the time are we now allowed to ask the hard questions about whether or not democrats are going to lead what we know is You didn't want us asking questions anytime in 2020. And when we did, you said we we did it because we love Trump. We loathe Trump. We despise that man. Trump is gone. He's not in power. You can't use that as an excuse. Democrats now have control of the House, the Senate, and the presidency. Don't talk to me about the Supreme Court, because the Supreme Court can only overturn something once you've done it. Yes, that's a concern. The question is, Are Democrats going to lead on, certainly, are they going to lead on criminal justice reform? Are they going to lead on health care and access to health care? I don't know if you saw this, but yesterday, I posted this on on social media yesterday, and it God, it made me so angry. Um, My wife, Ray, who I love dearly, um, went to the pharmacy to get a prescription for an asthma inhaler. And uh, she's had chronic asthma, and she has a a special type of inhaler that she uses. When I say a special type, I just mean like a a little thing that could fit in the palm of your hand. And uh, it's called Brio. And she misplaced one that she had. It lasts for like 30 days, and she misplaced it. And she got her doctor to call in a new prescription and went to the pharmacy to go pick it up. And we have insurance, and our insurance is outrageously expensive. I'm paying the most I've ever paid for insurance any day in my life. And she goes to the pharmacy, and the insurance refuses to cover it. They said, because you lost or misplaced the last one, we're not going to cover this one. It was $430. And the pharmacy said, oh, okay, I think we have a coupon, which gives you like a smidgen of hope. The coupon was for $50. The inhaler ended up costing a staggering $380. Like, that's as much as any of my utilities every month, more. It's like, who the hell has a spare 380 bucks to cover an inhaler? And it's outrageous that this is what our healthcare system does. And I need you to understand, we are the only nation in the world, the only developed nation in the world that does it like this. Every developed nation in the world has universal health care that covers the cost of your prescriptions. Your taxes cover it. Are the Democrats going to do anything about this? Are the Democrats going to lead on the environment? Are they going to lead on, on equal pay? Are they going to lead on confronting inequality and inequity? Are they going to lead on these issues? And. And, I, and for me, frankly, um, here is, my, here is my, my moment of hope for you today. I don't know. I truly don't know. And I don't know if they're going to lead. And I, I say that that's hopeful because I'm not here to tell you, no, they won't, which is what almost every one of my close friends <laughs> believes. I'm not so sure. Uh, for me, the jury is still out. I know that Republicans are going to be, I know they're going to be playing hardball and they're going to be ugly and they're going to do everything they can to stop every vote and every policy that can be stopped that doesn't work in their favor. And, and let me give you a little, uh, a little tutorial on what does get passed Republicans and Democrats will work together when they have the same priorities. And so just a few minutes ago, they just voted in the new secretary of defense. Well, the hard truth is Democrats and Republicans basically have the same view of the military, which is spend trillions of dollars and have a footprint all over the world spend hundreds of billions of dollars a year on weapons, use them wherever you feel like it, and you could fill in Republicans or Democrats in that position, and they're basically going to do the same thing. So, yeah, they just, they just flew through the nominee to be uh, the head of, uh, of the, the Homeland Security, and, the, and not Homeland Security, but the Secretary of Defense. and. Lloyd Austin. And a lot of people want to celebrate Lloyd Austin being nominated because he'll be the first black secretary of defense. But it's like, no, actually, he worked for the biggest military contractors in the world. He is a man of war uh, with a history of supporting war, including when they were wrong. And I'm not excited about it at all. And Republicans and Democrats came together and voted in an overwhelming bipartisan majority to approve him. Why? Because they know that he's going to do the bidding of Republicans and Democrats alike. But Republicans, when they see something that doesn't work in their favor, like raising the minimum wage to $15, how could the minimum wage still be $7.25? It's been, it's been that way for almost a generation. How could that be the case? And so Republicans understand that they don't that they have a vested interest in making sure that there is a poverty class in America. So they're not going to support that with an overwhelming bipartisan majority. They won't. But when it comes to something that that benefits them, they'll get behind it. But Democrats need to find a way, truthfully, hopefully, I I hear that they say, well, we don't have the votes. They need to find a way to get the votes to abolish the filibuster and just get good stuff done. Because here's the thing, even if the filibuster is abolished and, and Democrats in and the Senate are saying we just don't have the votes for it, primarily because it's a 50-50 tie in the Senate, Kamala Harris breaks the tie. But of those 50 Democrats, several of them are functionally Republicans. Including uh, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, and including one of the Senators from Arizona, they basically function like Republicans and, and and voted with Donald Trump in the majority of his policies, I mean which is disturbing and so Democrats are going to have to find a way, and one of the ways that they're going to be able to lead is because Bernie Sanders is the head of the Senate budget committee, and when you are overseeing the budget committee, there is a lot you can get done through what's called the budget reconciliation process. And Bernie is an expert in that. He's He's been working on this basically for his entire adult life. And um, as much as I wanted to see Bernie as president or even Bernie as the labor secretary, which is something that Bernie said he wanted, um, I know that he's going to kick ass in the Senate uh, in the months and and uh, in the weeks and months ahead, and we need him to. But we're going to have to pressure Democrats to do right by us. And I don't know if they will, even with that pressure, but I damn sure know that they're not going to do right by us without the pressure. Listen, I've got to run, got a busy day ahead. Love and appreciate all of you. We're going to have to push Democrats they're in power now. They don't need kid gloves, okay? They don't need us to treat them like babies. They, they've they been in this business for a very long time. We're going to have to pressure them in a very real way. Take care, everybody. Break it down.